Welcome back to 99 Exodus 14 Shemot 14 Guess what guys We're leaving Egypt But nah -uh -uh. Someone has a change of hearts Let's get to it God spoke to Moshe saying Speak to the children of Israel And then And let them turn back in order to confuse Pharaoh and encamp in front of the Mount of the Rocks, Pitom, between Migdol and the sea. You shall encamp opposite the Egyptian deity of Bazal Zephon by the sea in order to confuse the Egyptians further. Pharaoh will say about the children of Israel, they are trapped in the land. The desert has enclosed upon them. I will harden Pharaoh's heart, and he will pursue them. I will be I will be glorified through wrecking vengeance on Pharaoh and his whole army. And Egypt will know that I am God. God is not giving up about his reputation, like at all. <laughs> um, and this is very interesting, you know, like this whole like. Hardening of the heart, more challenges, more, you know, like, I don't know if this is fair, because, like, Pharaoh never chose this. You know, Pharaoh, after, like, I think the third plague was already down, I think we spoke about this, I already spoke about this, was down to let Egypt go, but it's like, I don't know, it's very interesting, this whole hardening of the heart, like, I'm not die, and why? On the fourth day, it was reported to the king uh, of Egypt that the people had fled. Pharaoh and his servant had a change of hearts towards the people. And they said, what have we done that we have sent away Israel from serving us? Ugh. So he harnessed his chariots and pers persuaded his people to come with him. He took 600 select chariots and all the remaining chariots of Egypt with officers over them all. God hardened the heart of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, because he was having second thoughts, and he chased after the children of Israel. The children of Israel were going out triumphantly. The Egyptians chased after them and overtook them while they were en encamped by the sea. Every horse of Pharaoh Pharaoh's chariot, his horsemen, and his army were there, by the mouth of the rock opposite of Baal Zephon. Pharaoh advanced ahead of his troops. The children of Israel raised their eyes and look, look! The Egyptians were advancing after them in total unity. They were very frightened. So the children of Israel cried out to Shem. They said to Moshe, it is because there was a shortage of graves in Egypt that he took us out to die in the desert? That's an interesting question. <laughs> Short of graves. Whoa. That's creative answer. Moshe said to the people, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Altira. 
Stand firm and see God's salvation that he will perform to you today. You may be seeing the Egyptians today, but you will never see them again. God will fight for you, but you must remain silent. You must remain silent. Hmm. Moshe stood praying to God, but God said to Moshe, Why do you cry out to me? This is not the time to cry, Moshe. This is not the time. This is the time for you to do. Alright? Speak to the children of Ezra and tell them that they have what that they tell them that all they have to do is travel. Just go. I want to read this in Hebrew. Sorry. You shall lift your staff and stretch out your hand over the sea and split it. The children of Israel will come into the sea on dry land. Look, I will harden the hearts of Egyptian, and they will come after them. I will be glorified by weakening, reckoning vengeance on Pharaoh, his entire army, his chariots, and his horsemen. The Egyptians will know that I am God when I will be glorified through reckoning vengeance on Pharaoh, his chariots, and his horsemen. Wow, 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 wow. God will fight for you, but you must remain silent. What is this about? Not only will he fight for you right now, but for all eternity, God will wage war for you against your enemies. God will wage war for you even when you must remain silent. Even when you have no significant claim to God's help, he will nevertheless defend you against those who attack you. I love this. I love this. I love this. I love this. Ten miracles occurred at the Sea of Reeds for the children of Israel. The sea split. One, two. The sea became a canopy over the heads so that they were walking through the, a tunnel of water. Three. The seabed became dry. Four. The dried seabed became clay that trapped the Egyptians. Five. The water was like uniformly shaped bricks in a wall. Six. The water became hard as a stone, which later crushed the Egyptians. 7. The sea divided into 12 paths for the 12 tribes. 8. The water became transparent, so the Israelite walking along the 12 paths could see one another. 9. 9, 9, 9. Where is it? And find it. Nine. Fresh water steamed out for them to drink. And ten. Remnants of this water were heaped into mounds. Interesting. And now, the miraculous protection, the splitting of the sea. 
the angel of God, who had been going in front of the Israelite camp, moved and went behind them to intercept the arrows and catapult stones of Egypt at night. The pillar of clouds moved away from in front of them and stood behind them instead of disappearing as it usually did. It came between the camp of Egypt and the camp of Israel. Thus, the clouds of the darkness were there for the Egyptians. But the children of Israel had the pillar of fire, which illuminated the night. So, one camp did not approach the other at other all night. Moshe stretched out his hand over the sea, and God moved the sea with a strong east wind throughout the entire night. He made the sea into dry land, and the water split miraculously throughout the entire world. World! Wait, what? Then the children of Israel came into the sea on dry land. The water acted for them as a wall on their right and on their left. The Egyptian pursued and came after them. Every horse of Pharaoh, his chariot, and his horsemen came into the sea. But it was in the later third of the night, towards the morning, that God looked down on the Egyptian camp. With a pillar of cloud, he turned the seabed into mud. And with a pillar of fire, he boiled the mud, curse, co co causing the hooves of Egypt's horses to come off. He threw the Egyptians' camp into confusion. He removed the wheels of their chariots with the fire, causing their passengers' limbs to dislocate. And he treated them harshly. Egypt said, Let me run away from the Israelites because God is fighting for them against the Egyptians. God said to Moshe, stretched out your hand over the sea, and the water will revert from being a wall into Egypt, into, a ch into its chariot and horsemen. Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and in the early morning, the sea returned to its original strength. The Egyptians were so confused that they fled towards the water. God stirred the Egyptians into the sea, mixing them up and down. The waters returned to and covered their chariots, horsemen, and the entire army of Pharaoh who were coming after them into the sea. Not even one of them remained. The children of Israel went on dry land in the midst of the sea, and the water was for them as a wall on their right and on their left. On that day, God saved Israel from the hands of Egypt the Egyptians. Israel saw the Egyptians dead on the seashore. Israel saw the great might which God had enacted upon the Egyptians, and the people feared God. They believed in God and in Moshe, his servant. Oh, now you believe in me. <laughs> uh, wow. This is the chapter, y'all. This is the big, big chapter we've been waiting for. Hmm. I love it. I'm a little confused. So it took them a day to cross the sea? 
and 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 I don't understand why the Egyptians went into the water. What? I must have misunderstood that. Okay. The children of Israel went on dry land, on the midst of the sea, in the midst of the sea. Normally, people are only impressed when they see overtly miraculously miraculous event. They fail to take note that nature itself is an outstanding miracle through which the wonders of God can be observed on a daily basis. The Israelite, however, did not make this mistake as they walked on dry land in the midst of the sea. They were cog cognizant that walking on dry land is no less miraculous than walking through the sea. Interesting. This is the end of chapter 14 of Shemot. Thanks for listening. Yashel Koach.